Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. There's a lot of admirable things about Ron DeSantis, and we've talked about him on the show before. Truth is, I would love to see him get the GOP ticket. I don't think he's going to. And if he does, you can just bet everything they said about Trump, they'll say about him. They're starting to already, but he'll be Hitler. He'll be a Nazi. They'll call him a white supremacist. They'll do that to any conservative in power. Trump just made it easier for them because he talked back and called them names. But it doesn't matter. They will do it to anybody. They did it to Bush. They did it to Romney when he ran. Yeah. But Trump, in all fairness, he is an egomaniac. He is a narcissist, I think, much like Obama was. Well, much like a lot of politicians, it's just not yeah. as easily hidden in Trump. Yeah, no, he doesn't hide anything. There's no filter. So now we have DeSantis versus Trump because DeSantis now has announced his candidacy. And I think he raised $8 million in the first day for his campaign. But he's got a lot of ground to make up. Now, it's, it's a long time till November. But Newsmax, I've been going to Newsmax rather than Fox most of the time. And they say, based on the National Research Incorporate, that Trump has a 25% lead over DeSantis at this point among likely Republican voters. I don't know how they come to these things. You know, polls and those kind of things could be pretty shaky. But you know, we've been seeing a lot of fixed elections, and I don't put it beyond the Republicans to fix them, too. We may just see some primaries fixed against Trump by the establishment GOP, by the rhinos. We may see that happen. Well, and they're everywhere. They're in this state right now. The uh, attorney general is being tried for impeachment. And it's the Democrats and some of the rhinos that still exist here. And he may be guilty of the things they're saying. I don't know, but it sounds a whole lot like the stuff they did with Trump. And by the way, Fortune magazine gives Trump a 33% edge over DeSantis. Now, DeSantis just announced his candidacy officially. I think a lot of people suspect he was going to do it. And you know how you can tell if a guy's going to run he keeps saying that, oh, right now, I'm not even yeah. thinking about that. I'm just focused yeah, on Florida yeah. and being the governor. The more yeah. they say that, the more you know they're going to run for president. They all do that, yeah. I mean, it goes with, even uh, Reagan did that when he uh, left the governorship of California. Not by his own <laughs> Do you remember the Smothers Nathan? Brothers comedy hour? We talked about the Smothers Brothers. Yeah, a yeah. few. They used to have a regular comedian on named Pat Paulson. And we're going oh, yeah, back to the yeah. year 1968. Pat Paulson came on yeah. the show to announce that he was not running for yeah, president. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, it was just part of the joke. And, and then got, as the weeks went on, him. obviously, he started yeah. his own campaign. People actually went to the polls and voted for that guy, too, yeah, by the did. way. they did. They wrote him in. And you know what? He might have been better than some of the guys that were actually He'd have been better than most of the people we've had today, that's for sure. <laughs> I kind of liked him. He was a funny guy. Oh, with that deadpan uh, expression? He was great. Yeah, I had a chemistry teacher that looked exactly like him. <laughs> it was just hard to... I couldn't keep a straight face in class because I've got... I have Pat Paulson for chemistry. <laughs> oh, that's great. As if chemistry oh, isn't man. boring already, you have to have it taught in a monotone voice and a deadpan expression. Yeah, yeah. It's like in Ferris yeah, he, Bueller's he, Day Off. And the depression was caused by the anybody, mm-hmm. anybody. <laughs> oh, man. Smothers Brothers, that was great stuff. And yet they were pretty liberal. That show was very liberal. and They, got they were, but being years. liberal in those days didn't mean you were a lunatic. In those days, it That's just meant true. you were against the Vietnam War. We've gone a hop, skip, and a jump from that kind of liberalism today. 
Yeah, it, things are different. Uh, and they got censored a lot. for some They got the censored and eventually kicked off the air for running a show beyond its censors. Yeah, but I watched them religiously, we'll say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, a politician announcing their presidential, but like delaying it, is the equivalent of an athlete who you know is really good, but they'll say, oh, no, it was a team effort. We all did our part to, you know, win the game. But you know, it was just that one athlete that <laughs> yes, did Yes, exactly. Yeah. So. All right. <laughs> good point. You know, usually I don't believe a whole lot of whatever press releases that politicians make about themselves or, or anybody else, but they all do it. And sadly, the same thing has happened in all the entertainment industry because, Brendan, I, you know, athletes and sports is showbiz. It's showbiz. They're, it's entertainment. People pay big bucks to go watch these guys play a game or race a race like today or whatever the, whatever the thing is. So they're, they're very much entertainers. And so I don't believe a lot of those guys sometimes when they make announcements, going to retire, I'm not going to retire, I'm going to stay with this team, right. uh, no, I've got a better offer. And not in the slightest am I believing LeBron James is going to retire after this season. He was like, I'm thinking no, about he, it. He, he, There's no way. no way. No way. No. And somebody infuriated the San Antonio fans because they posted a picture of LeBron with a Spurs jersey on. And of course it was a joke, but everybody just went nuts because they're not fond of him in this town. I'm taking notes here. So talking about retiring (laughs) means you're not going to retire. Talking about maybe running for president means you definitely are. Is that the way way it works? Yeah. And you know, I retired and I don't feel very retired. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing this show twice a month, which I really, really love. Uh, I'm old enough to retire, but if I did, I'd be doing all the same things I'm doing now anyway. So I don't see the point of retiring. That's exactly right. I tell people, they say, well, how is retirement? I say, well, I do a weekly podcast, sometimes an extra podcast once a month. I'm on the radio twice a month. I've written three books, and I'm working on a couple more that I would like to publish. I don't feel retired, except I do it all on my own schedule, with the exception of the Bob Siegel show. I can't (laughs) tape that one. I have to do that live. Even that, I let you choose the dates. I'll say throw out your dates for this month. Occasionally, it doesn't work with my schedule, but usually we give you the dates you want. It usually works out well, and, and you've been very gracious, and I do love being on the show because we can talk about all kinds of stuff, serious stuff, goofy stuff, spiritual stuff, so I do enjoy that. So where did we leave off? Oh, we're talking about DeSantis versus Trump. So now they are in the stage where they're firing away at each other. Yeah, and see, this is the thing. I would be happy with either one of them as president. I just hope that whichever one of them gets the nomination, and it may not even be either one of them, but let's say it is one of them, I hope they can make their peace. I really don't like it when Trump does the name-calling. It just seems unnecessary. No, yeah, and that's just the way he does it. What was he called? What was the nickname he had for him? Uh, Ron DeSanctimonious or something like that. Yeah, and of course, in the last election, it was Lying Ted. and Yeah, yeah, and there's just no... Now, when he said crooked Hillary, I think he was onto something there. But people within his own party, what is the point of that? I do not know. So here, here's the deal. Here's some of the stuff. DeSantis now is saying that Trump is running to the left. And that's how you demonize a Republican. Well, candidate. now, what would he use as an example? What does he mean when he says Trump is running to the left? What it's point does he make? He talks about it being too lenient on abortion and uh, too lenient on Disney 
at, at some of this kind of stuff. Which, and well, Trump, really Trump has fact. never had a whole lot of passion one way or the other about the LGBTQ stuff, but no. I disagree. I think he's been very good for the pro-life movement. Oh, he put, how many justices? Three justices did he put on the Supreme Three Court? Three justices came in on his watch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and for the most part, it was better than what we would have got if a Democrat... By the way, did you hear about that unanimous decision that they just made in the court? Chuck Schumer's complaining that it's an all-mega court. The three liberal justices voted along with it. It had to do with some kind of environmental thing and and some grab that the government was doing over land. If you don't get your way, then just cry louder. Yeah, you know, Schumer I, is the top of that. He's the I, expert. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't say Well, there's another one of Trump's nicknames. He used to call him Crying Chuck. <laughs> I mean, I got to admit, I think some of them are funny, but I also wish he wouldn't do it. I'll, I feel both ways. Now, here's some of these things are crazy. DeSantis says that Trump is fiscally irresponsible. Huh? The economy was never in better shape than when he was our president. Yeah. Before I COVID, I mean, anything. before we shut down so the... People don't check the facts. They won't check the facts. They listen to the sound bites. Well, see, that's really uh, disappointing because they were right on yeah, the same yeah. page. And DeSantis was one of the people supporting Trump and standing by him during the Russia collusion nonsense. Yeah, yeah he did. It is yeah. really sad to see this. And I just hope it could yeah. be one of those things where whoever gets the nomination, they can come together. You know, don't be surprised if... One of them doesn't pick the other as a running bait. Well, and that's what I'd like to see. And then just come out and say, look, you know, when you're running, you say tough things against your opponent. I wouldn't want it to be as bad as Kamala Harris admitting that she lied about Biden by laughing and going, it was just Uh, a debate. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it happens every four years, though, Bob. We've seen this forever. You know, I mean, goodness, JFK picked LBJ as his running mate. And there was no love lost between those two, that's for sure. Yeah, it's an old, old thing. If you can pick up some votes from a section of the population that you wouldn't get on your own, then you pick a running mate that might strengthen you. There is nothing new about that. So now back to DeSantis says that Trump was a supporter for amnesty for undocumented immigrants. Trump was the only guy in the country that wanted to secure the border. And he, well, and to he, be fair he, to DeSantis, there was a bill that they were going to float that was going to give amnesty to the Dreamers. Trump was trying to make a deal with the Democrats. They were going to go yeah, along with yeah. it. But then the Democrats turned on him and it never happened. But he yeah. was willing to do that. And I would have been disappointed if he had. Still, yeah. I just think they're close enough in where they stand on these issues that they don't have to have this animosity. Yeah, but it, then just, he's pulling out anything again. He said, Trump's COVID-19 mitigation policies destroyed millions of people's lives. I believe that Trump was of the opinion that if he didn't go along with that, he would have been impeached. Even the Republicans were running scared in those days. Trump was one of those people that thought, if I have a bunch of experts, and he thought Fauci was the expert, if I have the best people around me, they'll give me the best advice. I think he did that sincerely. Very quickly into it, though, you could tell, and he said this. He said, I want to open up. I'd like to open up by Easter. I I don't want the medicine to be worse than the disease. So he was saying those things, but his hands were very tied in those days. There was such panic in this country. I think he tried to handle that situation better than his successor. (laughs) Now, Trump and his attacks, since he announced his run for the White House, he has at this point launched at least 242 personal attacks 
on potential rivals for the party's nomination, 216 of those were aimed at DeSantis. Well, because he views DeSantis as the only threat. Okay, hold with me, Jim, for one more segment. You're listening to The Bob Siegel Show. Hi, I'm Dana, here to talk about Bob Siegel's book, I'd Like to Believe in Jesus, but... The title itself is an open-ended question. You fill in the rest. I'd like to believe in Jesus, but... Is there really proof for the resurrection of Christ? How could a loving God send people to hell? How will God judge people who never heard of Jesus? Can a scientific mind really accept miracles? These are but some of the concerns keeping honest seekers from considering Christianity. In an interesting, down-to-earth style, Bob tackles the hardest, most painfully honest questions. Rather than shoving these topics under the rug, Bob shows respect for his readers by providing detailed and compelling explanations. This book has been enjoyed by both skeptics and Christians alike. I'd like to believe in Jesus, but... by Bob Siegel. Available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. Always good to be joined by my co-host, Jim Barrier. Who's here when it's convenient. <laughs> there we go. My retired, semi-retired, yeah, kind of retired right. co-host. Semi-retired. Actually, I, I picked this phrase up of a friend of mine up in Austin who's an artist, and so he's really never had a real job. But he says, I am self-unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I do agree with you, though, no matter how busy we are, and I'm very busy, I do set my own hours, and that makes a big difference than punching in a clock. It helps a lot, yeah. So I'm not complaining. I'm very happy with how things are going so far. And now, and it's been three years now. I've been retired for three years, Bob. That, that's Oh, I'll never forget when you retired, because right after your retirement, the whole country retired for two years. Two weeks COVID, later. COVID two weeks later, everything shut down. Yeah. I, yeah. Throw me under the bus. Yeah, we really want to thank you for that one, Jim. The whole country (laughs) celebrated your retirement. Well, I didn't know that I was so important to (laughs) the going on of society. Just don't let that story uh, leak out if you ever run for president against Trump. He'll make use of it. Well, I've actually, over the years, I've had people say, have you considered running for public office? And I always say emphatically, absolutely not. And they say, well, why not? And I say, I'm not a very good liar. <laughs> <laughs> well, they tried to get Dennis Prager to run for a United States senator. Yeah. He made the yeah. decision, which I'm so glad he made, that he's doing yeah. far more good and has far yeah. more of a voice on the radio than he would ever have as one of the senators. And that's, that's kind of how I feel about what you're doing. A number of these media outlets that I'm finding, I have a voice. I don't know how far-reaching it is, but at least I can express myself. And they haven't completely stripped this of the right to free speech. And so I'm going to use it as long as we've got it. And there are others like us, and we'll try to tell what we understand to be the truth. We'll try to do it with integrity. And I always commend you for doing that. Now, back to Trump versus DeSantis. We said that Trump has so far had 216 public attacks aimed at DeSantis, and 40% of those target issues on Social Security, government-run Medicare programs for the elderly, foreign policy, and just various things in DeSantis' record in office. So they're going after each other. And as we said, you know, there's nothing new about candidates fighting with each other prior to the actual nomination. Yeah, and you, you pointed out last time around, Kamala and Sleepy Joe 
were vicious toward each other. She called him a racist and a segregationist, which he is, <laughs> by the way. But she didn't well, really, thing, yeah. she didn't say it because she cared about that. And then, yeah, but then she laughed it off afterwards when she became the VP. You know, that laugh, they should can that and use it for horror films or something. It just, I'd rather hear the Wicked Witch of the West's laugh or Phyllis oh. Diller's laugh than Kamala Harris's laugh. <laughs> Although I must Diller. say Hillary Clinton's oh. laugh kind of gives me the shivers yeah, that as well. Yeah, that was pretty bad too. At any rate, they fight with each other. I don't know if they're going to do debates this time. They usually do. And they'll attack each other and tear each other up. And it'll go on for months. And then... Someone, hopefully, will get enough of the party's votes to become that party's nominee. But you know, DeSantis uh, needs to be careful because we've talked about this. You and I are Trump realists. We'll vote yeah. for Trump against the Democrat. That doesn't mean we stand by every single word that's ever come out of Donald Trump's mouth. But he has a yeah. lot of fans that are Trump groupies. And if DeSantis yeah. gets the nomination and goes after Trump too much, those groupies will just stay home. You'd think yeah. that they'd think it through and say, well, DeSantis is better than a Democrat. But a lot of them won't do that, Jim. So these guys have got to yeah. be really, really careful. Very careful. And they may go home or Trump will announce that he's going to run independent. That would be the end of the election for us. Yeah. That would just it be another be- Ross Perot move. Ross Perot. That's what Ross Perot did in 92, and it sunk the Republican ship. I thought Perot was okay. He was funny. He was a strange, quirky little guy. He had some good policies and everything, but, but he knew he couldn't win. He was not going to win the election. He liked the attention, and all he did is put Bill Clinton in office. That's all he did. Okay, well, Jim, we are out of time, but it's always a pleasure having you. Well, I will. We'll talk about what I'm going to be on next month. Yeah, uh, it has been good. All right, this is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious. The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.